hold on to your butts. It's the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. Hello, everyone out there in internet land. It is your friendly neighborhood Bad Coyote Funky crew. Uh, it's me, Booster Greg. Today, I'm joined by Sergio. Yeah. And Casey. Hey. Yeah, so... Um, we were going to do this last week, but E3 kind of, you know, killed all of us. So we obviously had to, to cover that and talk about that because it's fantastic. But this week, we're going to talk about Jurassic World. Um, and it's not a movie. I know you guys have seen it yet, and I've been slacking. I still have to see it. I'm, I'm going to do that on Tuesday. But today, kind of in the vein of what we did with Mad Max, is we're going to talk about um, the original three Jurassic Park movies. Um and it's it's one of those movies that I haven't actually I hadn't rewatched in years. So seeing it for me personally was just a trip down memory lane, and it it kind of it it made me feel like a kid again. Um, it made me feel like I was nine years old sitting in the movie theater uh, with my family and just watching these giant dinosaurs just you know come to life through a mixture of computer and practical effects. Um, I don't know if you guys had the the same feeling or, you know, when you rewatched it or if you had, you guys probably watch it every year. I, I'm just slacking on it. Yeah, I, th- I think pretty much uh, every year my, my, my family watches it. We, we, we watch like a lot of movies often and Jurassic Park is one of them. Yeah, I remember, um, I, I think the first time we saw it, I think we were we were in our house because uh, my family, we watch a lot of movies, like a lot of movies were movie buffs. So I remember like my, my dad bringing it home from Blockbuster, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> blast from the past and put it on and like i had no idea what was going on i was like what is this but you know like when it started picking up you know you're a kid so you see all this yeah. talk all this talking happening and things like that i mean even though the movie starts off with the raptor you're like what what is this and it goes to yeah. you know these paleontologists talking about you know a dinosaur thing they like, that's in the ground uh dinosaur bones in the ground the fossils and everything and i was just like okay this is interesting and then the movie started picking up getting a bit more whimsical a bit more uh lighthearted and i was like oh this is interesting and you know, like, and oh man, the feels, the feels in watching it again. So many feels. So many feels in watching this oh, movie God. again. And and I was trying to see if anything would, like, date this movie. You know, like, I don't remember any logos or brands, you know, like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, and rewatching it again, I, I don't recall seeing anything that would date this movie saying, oh, it took place in this time frame. You know, oh man, yeah, but it, it it's like so like like Superman does that like did that right? It's just like Superman throws Zod into a Pepsi truck, and <laughs> it's just like that old Pepsi Loca, and you're like, oh man, this was like in the '80s, wasn't it? This sucks. <laughs> or '70s was it? I don't even remember what it was, but yeah, no, like with this movie, there was no brands. Um, that I can remember, and and I just watched it yesterday. Hey, come on, and... let's let's not forget about Barbasol. I have an oh. identical looking can on my bathroom sink. Yeah, I think that's the only branding in there, and I don't think I think like uh, well, uh, what's his name? Steven Spielberg was just like, you can't change that can ever again. Like this is the only yeah, thing I'm using. It's it's been the same for years, and uh, with the release of Jurassic World, like Barbasol actually uh, like updated their their cans with like pictures of dinosaurs. I was just like, that's uh, hilarious, but I don't think yeah, it's gonna yeah, make yeah. anybody buy it. But yeah, well, you know, when you when you're when you're the professional dinosaur who needs a shave, you go for Barbasol. <laughs> you go for Barbasol. <laughs> um, and it was just 
it's uh it's just Spielberg just you know doing that whole for me I I kind of equate it to what he did with Jaws. You don't see the shark that much, mm-hmm. right? And when you do, it's just like holy shit. He obviously had to show the dinosaurs a lot more because that was a lot of the impact. But it was the restraint in using uh you know 3D animation and favoring more practical effects that really makes this movie you know still look fantastic to this day and i think it was a lot of it to you know was attributed to the subjects being dinosaurs we don't know how dinosaurs actually moved in real life whereas you know you see a 3d animated person because he's not walking right you can pick that up immediately so i think they took a little bit of advantage of that but you know where it counts all those close-ups those for for the most part you know an actual giant robotic dinosaur (laughs) <laughs> which was fucking nuts <laughs> yeah and especially the mix of practical effects and and cg like uh, when the t-rex yep. was attacking uh the the, the kids in the jeep it went, it went from uh cg to practical to back to cg and it was just a seamless blend that you don't see happen a lot in today's movies oh no i mean now it's just all cg because it's cheaper essentially right now it's all like michael bay transformers what i've did <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, even Mad Max, which did a fantastic job with practical effects, they went really heavy-handed on the 3D stuff, you know, with, like, the whole sandstorm and, yeah. you know, there's... Yeah. Well, I mean, I that mean is it, a, it is a movie that went through two years of post-production. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we really don't see that restraint anymore. It's actually, um, to quote the movie, uh, well, loosely quote the movie, they have all this technology and they're so eager to to use 3D animation to do this. They didn't stop to think if they, if they, if they, they should. should. Yeah. If they should. No, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Simmer uh. down there, Goldblum. <laughs> oh, dude, he's, he's the man. Um, the Goldblum. That Goldblum. Um, and it, it really just, I mean, it just really does bring me, bring me back and hit the feels. Like when they first see, there was a bronchiosaurus. The, yeah, yeah, the Broncos. The long neck? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah they yeah. first see that, and they're just like, my God, they do move in herds. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my. And the music plays, and then, you know, John Hammond just goes, welcome to Jurassic Park. And it's like, no, what have you? Oh, God, yeah, and the, and the fanfare, that famous Jurassic Park oh, fanfare. Oh, my God. Groomer, yeah. It hits you. Oh, man. Like, well, it's wa- just like, like watch that again. It, it, it's amazing how it does still hit you. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it, it, I don't, I don't care where I am in life or what I'm doing. If I hear that song, I just get like super introspective all of a sudden. <laughs> it's just like, whoa. I feel like I feel like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> you just like you hear it, and then you think about the first time you heard it, and then you think about where you are now, and then you kind of just like put the two together, and it's just like, whoa. whoa. I know kung fu. <laughs> I see dinosaurs. I see dinosaurs. Better hope it doesn't come on in your car. You can't go less than 65 miles per hour. Ah. Uh, what you did there? Stop it. I see. <laughs> uh, but something that was interesting, the, a few things that I kind of picked up on, um, what I did, I didn't pick up on as a kid. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of subtle things, and I, I can kind of like ration my way, rationalize my way around it, but John Hammond was kind of sexist. How so? Did you guys like catch on to that? So there's a moment in the movie where it's uh, him and it's Malcolm and I can't remember the girl's name right now. Uh, Ellie. What's the woman's name? Ellie. And it's Ellie. And 
well, the power's out, and Goldblum it has a shirt, you know, unbuttoned in that, you know, classic way that's just become a, like a meme on the internet now, essentially. Um, and Ellie's like, "Okay, well, I have to go turn on the power again." Oh like, yeah, yeah. And he was like, and then maybe him, I him, should. It's like I, maybe I, I, uh, maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I should go, and then Ellie's like. Why? And he's like this old man who can't walk without a cane. <laughs> he's like, because I'm, uh, and you're, uh... <laughs> yeah. Essentially, like, you're a woman. You can't do this, is what he was... I mean, he didn't mean it that way, but that's what he said. Oh, he totally and meant it she... that way. I don't think he did, though. I think he was trying to be, like, chivalrous. Because like, he's just, like, the old-school kind of way. He's just mm-hmm. like, you know... I'm gonna. He didn't mean it to be like you're a woman and you're inferior to me and you're stupid and you're everything because he recognizes her brilliance and everything. Mm-hmm. But I think he's that you know, um, he's gonna go into danger first because that's the way he was brought up. That's the way he was raised. But it is kind of a sexist way of thinking about things. But it, it didn't come from a, a negative place. Oh no, no, it definitely, it definitely wasn't negative. Yeah. But yeah, he's still an old guy. He's and it's just so funny. He's like, well, I'm a and you're right. He like points to like to yeah. her body, like it, and that was a, like, he's like I'm a and like the, like the the fingers pointing up and down, and then like just yeah. points to like his chest, and I'm uh yeah. <laughs> and she's like, look, we can talk about this when I get back. <laughs> We're gonna talk about your your blatant sexism <laughs> yeah. after I come back from helping the the whole park right now. Um, Doesn't she have the? She has that whole bit after after Malcolm goes on that spiel. Where he's like, "God's creates dinosaurs. God's destroys yeah, dinosaurs. And God creates too, man." Yeah. And she's like, "Dinosaurs eat man. Woman inherits the earth." Yeah, I, and, that, then, that, and, then, uh, and then they both just look too. at her like, "What?" <laughs> like, <laughs> they, yeah, it's like an acknowledgement that she's totally missed it. Yeah. Oh, Ellie. Um, was it just me too, or was all of Jurassic Park? Um, one big way for Ellie to get Grant to want kids. It's a. Pl- it was a ploy. It was a ploy. That's that's my theory. Jurassic Park was a ploy. Ellie Ellie knew Hammond beforehand. It was like, all right, here's what has to go down. This whole big thing. <laughs> Bring your grandkids. So, <laughs> so Ellie can have a child with Grant. What a fantastic ruse! Like <laughs> death and murder and dinosaurs and babies. Listen, getting if if you put me up against a dinosaur and you and I I got the the fear in me, I might consider having a kid, settling down. You know, that's what I it mean, takes. It's like life's too short to be eaten by a freaking dinosaur on the toilet. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that that moment still killed me. Like when I was a kid, I was like, that's the funniest thing I've seen. That's the funniest death I've seen ever, and I'm I'm gonna maintain that. He's on the toilet and he's like, no, and he's that classic, like, he's sitting on the toilet, his arms are up, his his legs are up, and he's just like, no, and then it's just like lunch. <laughs> lunch. So good. That's the sound effect, it's just lunch. <laughs> As he's being eaten. <laughs> and ripped apart. Like, I was just like, what a comical death, but it's death nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they did a fantastic job at explaining cloning, too. Yeah, oh, right? Yeah. Bingo. Like, Dino DNA. In a, in a, in a, the one thing I love, too, and you'll, rem- you'll remember this, um, is Hammond was, like, critiquing his work while it was being shown. Did you notice that? Or critique the whole movie? So they were watching it, and they had that, like, you know, that cartoony Flintstone-y kind of um, music in the background. And he was mm-hmm. like, oh, don't worry about this. We're going to change this later. This is going to be, you know, beautiful, like, boom, 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 like, orchestral music. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, like, the Torah moves on. 
Yeah, and it moves on. And no one was even thinking about that except him. Like, literally, they're all looking at him like, what are you talking about? Like, who cares? Um, also, did you notice, his name is escaping me right now, but the Asian guy from... Um, um, uh, He's the I, priest from Oz. Right? Yeah. Yeah, BD1. yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was in it. I didn't know that. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, he was in, uh, what's the cop show? The, the Wire? Not The Wire, no. He was in, not CSI. What's the other one? SVU. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, my brother was like watches the shit out of that. A so, um, yeah, Law and Order, SVU. So, and it, we we always like kind of made fun of BD Wong in that because he's just like, he's kind of there. He's like the, the explainer kind of thing. Um, and he just is his sole purpose in the show, based on what I remember, is to move the plot along, and that's what he kind of did in Jurassic Park too. <laughs> it was just like this is how the babies are made. This is how the dinosaurs are made. And, and oh, we have to we have to explain that it's only ladies. So let's have B. Wong do it. <laughs> and what's really cool, without uh, going to any spoilers, he's in in Jurassic World as like the lead uh, scientist. What? Yeah. Oh man, he works his way up the old corporate genetic ladder. If there's one thing I love, it's reoccurring BD Wong characters. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's really cool. I can't wait to see that. I'm super pumped. Um, so many feels. So many. Dudes, I can't even just describe how many feels. Like, I was sitting down. I made a giant bowl of popcorn. I had a couple beers, and I was like, strap in. We're, we're going back to Jurassic Park. <laughs> and... I don't. I don't. I'm gonna rewatch it again. I can't. I can't wait. Um, did you guys get a chance to see the second and third movies lately? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I watched the second one. Yeah, dude, the second one is. I so. I really like Jeff Goldblum and everything that he does. Um, he's just really interesting to watch. So when it was just like, all right, Lost World, it's pretty much a Jeff Goldblum show. Um. Yeah, and I, didn't I, mind, uh, I was down with it. It wasn't as good as the first one, obviously, and it was super long, but or at least it felt that way. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't mind but, uh, the, the Lost World Jurassic. I have some people who don't like it, but I didn't mind it. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it's no Jurassic Park 3, <laughs> which God. admittedly I have still yet to see. Um, really? Yeah. It's the cra- I'll tell you, it's the craziest thing. Um, you know, like you guys, I well, maybe not like you guys, because I never saw the original Jurassic Park in theaters because I was three. Yeah. Um, uh, but I do remember watching it up at my aunt's house, uh, on VHS, you know, pretty much mm-hmm. the same weekend I went to go see her and saw Star Wars and Indiana Jones for the first time. Mm-hmm. So oh that's pretty, a weekend right there. Pretty amazing memory of seeing this movie for the first time. I got to tell you. Um, but the lost world I did see in theaters and I remember I had all the toys from it, you know, like any seven year old would mm-hmm. and 2001 comes along and Apparently, I missed the whole thing about Jurassic Park 3. You fast forward to, like, maybe 2006, 2007. I'm at Universal Studios, and they have, like, all the posters from all the movies, and I'm looking at it. And I look at my dad, and he looks at me, and he goes, do you know they made a Jurassic Park 3? And I go, no. And he's like, well, how come you didn't tell me? And I'm like, well, I, I didn't know. I know you don't like sci-fi, but but how did I, how did I miss this one? And I'm glad I did. <laughs> yeah, the the only redeeming quality for three, in my opinion, is Sam Neill was in it again. That's it. But you can't have the T Rex lose. You yeah. just can't. Yeah, it's just 
So, I don't want to talk about three anymore. It's, it's bumming me out. <laughs> I, I, uh, my stomach has already turned. <laughs> the thing... Did anyone else kind of realize that, like, the T-Rex tried to murder all of them in the beginning of the movie, and then all of a sudden he's just the hero, or she's just the hero now? Yeah, I was like, what? How does this make sense? Think about the yeah. evidence. Yeah, it's just like, what? Like, why is... So, obviously... The T-Rex is just going to eat whatever it wants because that's it literally has probably three thoughts in its mind. Eat, uh, survive, and poop. <laughs> it's like eat, survive, poop. That's probably all it really thinks. What a great life. But what what may, I, I kind of envy it actually now that I'm thinking about it. Um, what kind of... Live in the dream, Greg. Live in the dream. Survive, <laughs> give me, the, eat, give me those vestigial arms. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, I guess for mate, that would probably be in there for the, you know, that there, every, every species has that whole instinct in them, but what made, uh, the T-Rex go for the raptors instead of the people, you know, obviously like after it goes for the raptor, all the other raptors attack it. And then it's just a defensive mechanism that's to survive. But like, pray that you, your lunch that, or your dinner that got away is essentially right there. Just go for it. But I don't know. That's just like the whole Steven Spielberg, like everything has a happy ending kind of thing. Like at the end of War of the Worlds, where the the teenagers just spoilers, the teenagers just miraculously alive. Yeah, like, but like that doesn't make any. He was napalmed, and he doesn't have a burn on him. The fuck. But uh, I guess that's that's the magic of Spielberg. You know what I mean? It's just everything will be all right. The bad guys will get what they deserve. Newman will uh, get sludged on and eaten, and the lawyer will get eaten off the toilet. Everyone will get their comeuppance. Everything as they say, ties as up as into a say. nice little package. Exactly, and then there you go. Thanks. It's a nice little present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, that is Jurassic Park. Yeah, Steven Spielberg is one of my favorite directors. I think that's because he has this like whimsy in the way that he you know directs a movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like he, he's, I mean, if you think about things that he's responsible for, uh, whether it be directly or indirectly, it's most of our childhood in terms of movies. Absolutely. Like it's, it's just nuts. And then, um, John Williams is the same way, you know? And if I, I'm going to look this up, I don't know if this exists. I hope it does. I would love to see a medley of all the major John Williams themes. I think I think they've done that. It's that amazing, like the day and age we live in. It's just like I wonder if this thing probably does. <laughs> or, yeah. Or and, and or, you know what the you know what the funny thing is? The New York Philharmonic has probably done it, or the London <laughs> Philharmonic, or whichever one that he he gets on his you know he, London, he's got the, the back London, of London. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they they've done like some kind of big tribute to the man, like for like his you know 40th or 50th anniversary working on films. It's yeah. like hey, let's just do every one of. You know, John Williams hits one after another. We don't stop. We keep playing. You know what would be awesome? John Williams, Danny Elfman, dueling pianos. <laughs> dueling orchestras? Dueling or- orchestras. That would be fantastic. Yeah. It would be literally, it's like both halves of childhood movies into one. And then, you know, if one of them gets sick, you can have Hans Zimmer kind of fill in if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're, we're just about hitting, hitting, hitting time here. Um, and as everyone likes to know, not for the previews, but I think I'm going to throw it in there. 
Uh, I like to end each each section or each podcast with a random question that I don't tell anyone about beforehand. Um, Secret question. Yeah, and I just love hearing everyone kind of struggle with it. I don't think this one's going to be a stumper, though. In, in all three of the movies, what who was your favorite character? You mean, oh, just overall? Or someone who was like, in the Like, out of all... Mm-hmm. Yeah, not including Jurassic World. But mm-hmm. in Jurassic Park's Park 1, 2, and 3, who is your favorite character? The dinosaurs. Got him! <laughs> I got him! I did it! That's it. I did it, everybody. That's it. Podcast That's it. We're done. <laughs> That's it. We're That's done. it. Close up shop. I ruined your plans. Close it up. I did it. Yeah, break it down. Break it down. Yeah, there we go. I did it. Oh, my God. Um, hmm. Which dinosaur, though? Would you Ooh. say? Ooh. Now he's making you work for yeah. it. Got him. Now I'm making you work for it. Uh, the Spinosaurus Egypticus in Jurassic Park 2, because <laughs> no, not it's not anybody's favorite. <laughs> so supposedly it existed? I say question mark because yeah. I can't remember the source, but I don't know. It, it was on the news. I mean, God only knows if it was actually real, but I remember seeing like some kind of news report. Like, it was today, the, uh, the dinosaur from Jurassic Park was actually real. More coming up at 11. I'm just like, I'm not tuning in. Not tuning in <laughs> yeah, at 11. Yeah. Not, tuning, not tuning in at 11, because yeah. then you're just going to bombard me with negative. Your childhood ruined at 11. Yeah, Movie at 12. <laughs> <laughs> Movie at 12. <laughs> childhood ruined at 11. Movie at 12. <laughs> Your perception of time and space at 1. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Um, for me though, I mean, I don't know if you still want to mull over the actual yeah. favorite dinosaur of the movie. Um, mine is uh, Wayne Knight as Dennis Nedry, who is not oh, actually man, a dinosaur. So good. Yeah, He's good anyway. From uh, like as that, in, that. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go. I was gonna say that whole Dotson thing is just fucking oh, yeah, outstanding. His, the whole bit. I mean, just even when you like when you first see him and every bit. I mean, he's a huge ham. Like just like when he's Newman on mm-hmm. Seinfeld, he totally like takes the center scene and and choose. Well, he takes center stage and choose all the scenery. Like he he works with everything that he has to to make it memorable. Like the dodge oh, the yeah. scene. You know, nobody yep. cares. You know, yeah. um, uh, 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 you didn't say the magic word. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, you know that the whole thing with him stealing the, you know, the eggs in the Barbasol can, trying to bait the, um, was it Dilphosaurus? I can't. The ones that spit with the fins. Dilophosaurus. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Dilophosaurus. Yeah, I, I'm bad with the names. Um, you know when he's waving it like a stick, like it's a dog. Yeah. Like he's trying to get it to run away. Like, oh like, come on! Yeah, stick, get the stick, stupid. Yeah. Or. or- even when he like when he first gets the Barbos Hall can and like his reaction of pure joy that you only really see in infants. Oh god. It's it's childish wonder. Yeah, it He's was got so it. well done. It was it was perfect. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I don't think you could you could have had anyone else play that role and have it be memorable. It was just awesome. And you know, who doesn't like who doesn't like Wayne Knight showing up? Yeah. Yeah. Wayne um, Knight. What about you, Greg? What was your what was your favorite character? Oh, for me, obviously it was Malcolm. Yeah, it's tough though because uh, I can't remember his name, but and that's why I didn't choose him. But the yeah. the raptor, the raptor guy, oh him, pretty fucking awesome too. Oh, the hunter, yeah, yeah. clever girl. Like when you think about Jurassic Park and you think about like lines, for me, that's the first one I think about, and that's probably the one that I reference the most in life. It and works. Everyone knows it yeah, works it in works so many levels. Like you, you can use it any in any occasion, and it's just like, yeah, that's great. It works. I mean, everybody recognizes it from Jurassic Park. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the definitive scene, or one of the definitive scenes from from there, uh, especially in terms of the raptors. 
Uh, Samuel is cool and everything, but just just Malcolm's just the man. Oh yeah, like he's blatantly hitting on Ellie in front of Grant. <laughs> it's like, how, how many kids do you have? Any kids? Oh yeah, three. I love them. You know, I've been married. You know, I'm looking for a, a future Malcolm, Doctor Malcolm, or future Mrs. Malcolm. <laughs> Or, or, even, then, or, or this is the mind. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or even like in the first Jurassic Park, where where Ellie is uh, looking through the, the looking after the Triceratops, and he just walks up slowly to the dinosaur, the dinosaur pile, and he just goes, "That's one big pile of shit." Like, and it yeah. just killed. It is. I, I don't know why it was so funny, but it absolutely killed. It's it's just the way Jeff Goldblum delivers delivers lines, and I mean he he's almost always just himself, mm-hmm. and it just works. You know, mm-hmm. especially with that, you, you can tell he just had fun in that role, and that's what I, those are usually the roles that I enjoy the most is when you can tell the actor just had fun with it and was like, "Screw it, I'm going to take a lot of chances. I'm going to do what I want to do, and then it's going to turn out because I'm awesome." <laughs> I like uh, um, Doctor Grant. He was. He, uh, I, I oh keep, yeah. I keep forgetting his name. The, the guy. I mean, he's been in a lot of things. He's a really Sam good actor. Neal. Sam Neill. Yep. Sam Neill. Sam Neill. Uh, Sam Neill uh, played a very creepy role in a horror movie called Event Horizon. Back Ooh, in I haven't the 90s. seen that. Yeah, it's it's oh god, it's a really good movie. It's about um, a spaceship that was lost, and he's a part of a crew that has to go investigate and get it back. Along with uh, I think Lawrence Fishburne was a part of that, mm-hmm. and it's just like horrific movie because uh, apparently this uh, ship uh, went through some kind of black hole, but it, it brought back some kind of horrific thing with it. So um, the ship is pretty much plagued by a poltergeist, and at one point, uh, Sam Neill's character turns like really really insane uh on the lines of uh jack nicholson from the shining and yeah and going back and watching jurassic park it's so creepy to like see sam neill in this like indiana jones-esque role where he's you know the paleontologist is very smart but he has you know the the same um you know the hat and the scarf and everything yeah yeah but then i remember like event horizon and like how creepy he (laughs) was in that i'm just like uh i don't know it it adds it for me but um in jurassic park i love how uh i mean I wouldn't say he's like the main guy. I think that the dinosaurs in the park itself are, are, are the main elements of Jurassic Park. But uh, I really like like Dr. Grant. I mean, he's just so mm. whimsical and innocent, and he loves dinosaurs. And just the fact that like uh, someone genetically engineered them back into life out of extinction, his mind is just blown asunder. Like that, that key moment in Jurassic Park 1 where he's sitting after seeing uh, uh, the, the Brachiosaurus, Brontosaurus, and uh, I think it's a Brachiosaurus because it has the, the nose on top of his head. Um, yeah, and, when, when, and he sits down because he he can't believe that John Hammond said, oh, we clocked the T-Rex at 30 miles an hour. And it's like, what? We have a T-Rex. Say that again. We have a T-Rex. And then he's, <laughs> yeah, and he just sits down. And he's just like, oh, my God. He's, and then John Hammond's like, Dr. Grant, my day, Dr. Sattler. Welcome to Jurassic Park. And then it just zooms in on his face. And then you see, like, the huge wide shot of the dinosaurs. Mm. And he's just like, they do move in herds. I was like, oh, my God. You can see his feels, like, his acting feels. It's it's so interesting that we get, like, an almost childlike, you know, view of dinosaurs through an adult character. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he was so happy when he when he was able to touch the Triceratops and like you know put his ear to its belly and listen to it breathe because he he's been digging these things up for years and now he has an opportunity to actually see them and touch them and smell them you know and even after Jurassic Park uh, in in Jurassic Park um was it uh, yeah in Jurassic Park three where where um he was. You know, where they uh, were talking about the park and everything, and he was at some kind of uh, conference, and there, mm. and, and he was saying, there's nothing on this earth that would get me back to that island, you know. 
<laughs> Except William H. Macy. Yep, and he went back. <laughs> <laughs> and he went back. Oh, oh that's great, yeah. And I love yeah. it. Like, and, and again, like this thing with kids not liking kids, and this kid is like, oh, I love your book and everything. And, you know, I'd have read Malcolm's book. What do you think of it? Oh, it's too preachy. And it was chaos. Everything is chaos. I love that. <laughs> that was a great part. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Oh, uh, and shut Jurassic Park 3 down. Yeah. 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 They, I, I just erased most of that movie from my brain, anyways. Um, but yeah, guys, that's that's pretty much time. That's all we, we really have for this evening. What do you mean, Greg? Only 20 and change minutes talking about one of the greatest films ever made? Yeah, well, you know, we have to give people a reason to tune in on Thursday. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you know, and where cause... can they find us on Thursday evening? Well, you can find us a number of different places. We are uh, on Thursday evening, if you want to hear it directly, we broadcast live on Twitch. Um, or if it's you know a little too late to you for you because we do get started a little bit late, you can listen to it on iTunes or SoundCloud or on our website, badcowdyfunky.com. Wow, so, with so many places to listen, it's almost like you'd have to really avoid us if you didn't want to. Uh, yeah, You're right, I Casey. Mean, I mean, anyone can pick any avenue via the web on their mobile device. Just listen to us at badcoyotefunky.com. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> they can try to avoid us, but it won't be successful. <laughs> well, that's it for the preview podcast, everybody. Tune in on Thursday nights at uh, nighttime. <laughs> for our podcast on twitch.tv slash badcoyotefunky we should be broadcasting between 9.30 and 10 we haven't yeah. thought of a time yet so tune in um, but the podcast will be up on badcoyotefunky.com slash podcast every Friday we're also on iTunes and uh, on SoundCloud as well you can listen to us on your mobile device in your car on your way to work going to pick up your kids going to drop up your kids while you're making kids think about that last one Hey, hey, Sergio. Hey, Greg. After some time, I've I've decided not to endorse your podcast. And so have I. <laughs>